Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! I have you now. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. We are the 30-something movie podcast, and this time around we are jumping forward in time from our usual 1987 movies to a 2017 movie. This time we're going to be talking Justice League, so very, very quickly we do spoil the movies we talk about. So if you have not seen Justice League yet, it being a newer movie, you may want to wait a little bit and then come back and listen once you've had a chance to watch it. So, that being said, there's your warning, and we're moving forward. Okay, so this time around, um, we're going to skip all the new movie news stuff, because this is basically a new movie. Uh, in case you guys have anything else pressing uh, that you've heard about. Star Wars comes out in... What are we? Yeah, three, three weeks? Is Star Wars movie coming out? 16 there days. There is. Ah, it's it's mm-hmm. called the, Under the Radar. It's called The Phantom Menace. Called, <laughs> it sounds fantastic. Uh-huh. I've heard about that. I'm excited the for it. The look cool. Yeah, they do. It's called Jar Jar 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope the pod raises take up 25 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. why not? I can only hope. It's my understanding is it's going to be a cross between the Fast and the Furious in Episode One. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, all all very dangerous pod racing and <laughs> and the Rock. And don't forget, you can't go wrong with the Rock. No, they're they're replacing Jake Lloyd with the Rock. They're, they're basically remaking the a whole thing shot for shot with all the same actors, but Jake Lloyd is now the Rock. Yes, but who's Vin Diesel? Uh, Darth Maul's bottom half. <laughs> right. I like that. I don't know where this is going, but I feel like I need to. Did they down, human centipede him? Then he, then he comes, Whoa! Hey. Then he comes back as the weird uh, spider thing and yeah, yeah, look yeah. at. Yeah, there you go. Nobody look up what I just said. I really. wasn't taking this to the human centipede level. I don't know where. <clears throat> I feel the need to go find a safe adult Ooh. to monitor this room. No. <laughs> You're not going to find one. Yeah, not, not here. Mm. Son of so, a gun. Yeah, so what are we, 16? I think we're like 16 days yeah, from recording. I have a countdown recording. on my board. Do you? Okay. Nice. All right. It's the important things. You know. uh-huh. It yeah. is. Saturday morning, right? Little guys, when's, when's Jumanji 2 coming? Uh, was <laughs> that, that looks good. Is that good. like right? Is that like the same before, time? It's probably yeah. weekend before because they wouldn't put it up against Star Wars. No, that would be dumb. That looks good. It actually does. I am disturbed at how good it looks. They actually they were moving around some of the release dates. Uh, Disney was moving around some of the release dates, like for Episode Nine. Apparently, Episode Nine is now going to be in the summertime. Yeah, they're going to do May again, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to go back to May, like hmm. May 29th or something yeah. like that. Because I guess personally, I like that better. I guess they've got Frozen Two Aha! is coming out maybe at Thanksgiving, and I think Toy Story Four is coming out sometime want, around then, so they kind of decided they didn't want to compete well, against themselves. Well, and they want Frozen out at Thanksgiving so you can buy all the crap for Christmas. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Let's be honest. And then, which then apparently they're pushing back Indiana Jones 5, and as I was reading that, to, was let's like, just maybe keep not pushing really it back. happening. <laughs> let's keep, if we all combine our waves together and, yes. it and push it back, yeah. just keep hopefully pushing. that'll just hopefully shove just it off it. into eternity. Because then the thing I was reading was by the time they've pushed it back that far, it's going to come out in 2020 and Harrison Ford will be 80. 
Okay. Wow. So now they need to, he needs to have a love child. And they remake no, they The that. Last Crusade with him playing the Sean Connery part. And Shiloh playing. And Indy playing. There it is. No, Indy is the rock. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Done. And Sala's camels are played by Vin, Vin Diesel. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> that was easy. No, no, no. Vin Diesel, if we're remaking The Last Marianne's Crusade. Marion's bottom half is No, no, no. If we're remaking The Last Crusade, Vin Diesel is the knight. Okay. Shows. You chose. You chose. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. Um, so Pat's not I, I here, yeah. but I would like to share on his behalf. He absolutely loved Stranger Things. Okay. Dude bin- binged the entire series. Yeah, messed with his Casablanca viewing it, schedule. It did. I, which I'm okay with that because mm. he took his Casablanca time and applied it towards Stranger Things, but he absolutely loved it. Nice. We, were, we were discussing it the other day, and he just... So he had not seen season one? No. Oh, so, so he did season yeah, one and so two all the time. Season uh, one and two. That's an okay. impressive binge for mm-hmm. anyone. That's a lot. But he, of he doesn't sleep, so. Yeah, I've heard that about him. Yeah. It's it true. Surprise me much. Actually. It's true. He only sleeps when he goes to movies. Right. I, I've seen that <laughs> happen. Yeah. I've been there several <laughs> times for that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I don't think we got anything else new other than the Star Wars stuff and, and trying to recast everything that Disney's doing with The Rock and Vin Diesel. Um, so we'll go ahead and jump on into our Justice League stuff here. And... Justice League, it's a league of justice. It's an original piece by me. I, it sounded like that. It did. I'm... I was going to say impressed. Um, <laughs> you just not, not be that lying. I, <laughs> I would be. It wouldn't be honest. It wouldn't, wouldn't, so wouldn't I, quite capture no, the true essence no, of what you I'm, feel. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie to you. We know each other well enough. I won't. I won't do that to you. Um, it was. Uh, it was you doing something. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. I, I chose to do a thing, you, and you that's what it was. You chose to do a thing, and, and that, yeah, that's we're going to go with that being a thing. So Justice League came out just a few weeks ago. Uh, came out 17th of November, 2017. Rated PG-13 with a runtime of two hours. A brisk two hours. Uh, directed by Zack Snyder, who also did Dawn of the Dead 2004, 300, Watchmen, Man of Steel, and Bivis Dodge. Um, and then also directed by, though they only gave him a writing credit, Joss Whedon, who also did the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV series, Firefly, The Avengers, Much Ado About Nothing, and the upcoming Batgirl movie. Producers for this one were John Berg, who did Elf, Wonder Woman, and every future DCE mo- DCEU movie. Jeff Johns, who did Lethal Weapon Floor... Floor... Mm. That was the less impressive sequel. It's <laughs> <laughs> when they retire. That's, that's they the retire. I'm getting too old to vacuum this thing. Leave the weapon four. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Got okay. that one. Can't wait till they have another Thor movie. Then it has to be Thor four. <laughs> and let's see people try to say that. Uh, Leave the weapon four. Green Lantern and every DCEU movie. Charles Roven did Twelve Monkeys, Fallen, Three Kings, and the Nolan Batman movies. And Deborah Snyder produced 300 Watchmen, Man of Steel, and most of the, or all of the, future DCEU movies. Writers on this one were Chris Terrio, who did Argo, Bivis Dodge, and will do the upcoming Star Wars Episode Nine. Joss Whedon did the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Toy Story, Firefly, and Avengers. Zack Snyder, who wrote 300, Sucker Punch, and Wonder Woman. Cinematography was done by Fabian Wagner, who did Sherlock and Game of Thrones. Music by Danny Elfman, who did Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Back to School, Beetlejuice, Batman, and the Spider-Man movies. Budget for this one was $300 million, and the last I checked, the box office was $482.9 million. So it's, I mean, it's making some change, but not 
probably enough change. Not Marvel. Um, not uh, no, not Marvel change. Well, no, no one's making Marvel no, money, but no Marvel these mm-hmm. days. Well, maybe no. Disney and Star Wars. Basically, what's going to happen is the dollar will disappear to be replaced by Bitcoin and Disney bucks. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Bitcoin ten thousand dollars now? I think it is. I think it's it is ridiculous. There's a bubble there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they will basically own the world. Uh, ben Affleck played Batman Bruce Wayne, uh, and, and some people might argue that. He didn't necessarily play them. Rather, he just kind of showed up, and that's what they called him. Uh, he was in Argo and Goodwill Hunting. Henry Cavill was Superman Clark Kent. Uh, Count of Monte Cristo and The Man from Uncle. Amy Adams was Lois Lane. Arrival and The Muppets. Gal Gadot. Um, did we say it was Gadot or Gadot? Gadot. 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 That's what it was. Gal official. Gadot. Yeah, like a boat. Uh, Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman. Diana Prince was in the Fast and the Furious movies. Ezra Miller played the Flash or Barry Allen and was in the Perks of Being a Wallflower and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Fastest Man Alive, longest movie titles to say. Jason Momoa played Aquaman. Arthur Curry. He was in Stargate Atlantis and Game of Thrones. Ray Fisher played Cyborg. Victor Stone. He was in Bivis Dodge and the upcoming Flashpoint movie. Jeremy Bivis Irons. Dodge? Yeah. I mean. Oh, I like the. The credit scene. Right? Oh, okay. If you, if you zoom in, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's I don't like seeing him on a vertical table. I'm not sure he's even credited, but I think there's no, some of that movie that I just have blocked out completely. Possibly, mm-hmm. like half of it, like the whole thing, like, <laughs> from the opening credits to the mm-hmm. closing credits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Um, Jeremy Irons played Alfred. He was in Lion King and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Diane Lane played Martha Kent. Uh, it was in the outside. How do you know that name? <laughs> How do you know that name? Why did you say that name? Which is it? I'm going to jump ahead for just a second. When they pulled Lois out to calm down angry Superman, yeah. I wanted it to be like, but Superman, Lois is here. How do you know that name? I, just, I wanted to like a, a repeat I, I, of the. For, for a brief moment, I was worried that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. That they, there was going to be some sort of. Well, no, that there were going to be some sort of response like that. Yeah. How do you know her? Mm-hmm. Some. And to which point I'd... Clark, it's your mom. The, the secret to every superhero is, it's your mom. Barry, what about your mom? Oh. Oh, too soon. Too soon? Too soon. He's Poor been around guy. for like 50, 60 years. But, Poor guy. Yeah, he'll get over it quick. Can't catch a break. Um, all right, so Diane Lane was Martha Kent, was in The Outsiders and Inside Out. That's a lot of out. Uh, Connie Nielsen played Queen Hippolyta. She was in Gladiator and The Devil's Advocate. J.K. Simmons was Commissioner Gordon. He was in the Spider-Man movies in Juno. Um, I always forget how to say the guy's first name. Is it Ciara? Ciara? Mm. C- Welsh, isn't it? Uh, Looks Hines. like there's an accent over the Yeah, game. there is. I, I apologize if he's Welsh or whatever he is to all the people from that country for not knowing how to say that. Uh, but we're going to move on. We have a big following in, in Wales? We have a couple people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a little bit bigger in Ireland. Yeah. Right. So if he's Irish, I apologize. In Russia, in Ireland. if I remember correctly. A few in Russia. a little bit bigger everywhere. This well, is how they're <laughs> hacking. You know. Right. Is through the, our podcast. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. check it. We are providing all the information to the Russian hackers. Yeah. Um, he played the voice of Steppenwolf. He was in Rome and Game of Thrones. Amber Heard played Mera. She was in Zombieland of the Danish Girl. Joe Morton was Silas Stone. He was in Terminator 2 and Speed. And Jesse Eisenberg played Lex Luthor. He was in Zombieland and The Social Network. Rotten Tomatoes. Critics gave this one a 41%. If you switch it over to the top critics, they gave it a 24%. Uh, The audience gave it an 82%. 
I've got a couple of critics here that I pulled out of the Rotten Tomatoes batch. Uh, one was Matthew Lacona, who is from the San Diego Reader, and he said, There's some welcome levity, some genuine conversation, as when Bats and Diana share a drink, and a few moments that feel like really good comic book panels, especially mid-credits. For some, that may be enough. And he gave it one out of five. Ellen Murray from Film Ireland Magazine said the characters save the film from being a complete and utter disaster, but they alone can't save it from being a mild disaster. All right. That's harsh. Uh, it's a little <laughs> harsh. Uh, Cinema Score gave it a B plus. There are no awards yet, and I don't know how many will be forthcoming. We'll find out. Elfman. will um, pull off Danny something. Elfman, maybe something. It'll yeah. win yeah. Uh, a Razzie for a effects Razzie. for the mustache thing. Yeah, that's maybe. true. The mustache yeah. thing is going to... That's going to have some likes. Mustache gate. <laughs> That's going to have likes. Okay. Uh, the forces of Darkseid, led by Steppenwolf, begin invading Earth, going on a magic carpet ride in search of the long-lost mother boxes that, when combined to form the Unity, will help Goat Boy remake Earth into a new apocalypse. Batman realizes that his new league can only do so much. They need a leader. Unfortunately, he's dead. Fortunately, this is a superhero story, and no one ever stays dead. We have to be ready. You, me, the others. There's an attack coming from far away. Not coming, Bruce. It's already here. The others, where are they? Arthur Curry, the Aquaman. On him. Organic and biomechatronic body parts. He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Barry Allen. Whoever you're looking for, it's not me. You the Batman? They said the age of heroes would never come again. It has to. Superpowers again? I'm rich. One thing I can tell you is you got to be free. My turn. Come together. Come together. Shall we? It's good to see you playing well with others again. Just like a bat. I dig it. Maybe temporary. Yeah! Is that synopsis the 30-something, 30-second Synopsis? It was a quick version of the 30-something, 30-second synopsis. Or possibly a genopsis, like if you will. 15 mm, max. A genopsis? A, a, a is that what you call it? Yeah. Not working. That's acceptable. All right. That's acceptable. Unacceptable. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, I and, may and, have and ripped that off again on the podcast <laughs> I listened to, and you I might listen to it as well. 
Mm-hmm. I, the West Wing Renopsis? No. Oh, yeah. West oh. Wing Weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's where I got the term bumped. <laughs> I, I, okay. yeah. Yeah. Anytime I, I say I bumped on something, I... Oh. Joshua Molina, thank you for yes, sharing that term because mm-hmm. I've used it and passed it along. Josh Molina likes us. Does he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Remember, I feel yeah. anytime oh, yeah. we, we can tweeted something. And he, anytime yeah. we can, uh, mm-hmm. we can, you know, friend of can we call him friend of the show? Co- yes, we can. Friend of the show, Josh Molina. Friend of the show. All right. Well, so uh, one next? thing that we one thing that we haven't done yet, we've got. So now we were waiting just a minute to see if Pat showed up, but no, apparently he abandoned us. Uh, much like all the heroes abandoned Superman to a cold dark But, <clears throat> but we're fortunate because we do have a special guest. We with do us. have a special guest. Special guest, please special introduce guest. yourself. Who are you, special guest? Will Warmbold. Thank you for being here. Okay, so I'm to the. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Will is Bo's brother, and Will brings a little bit more of uh, some comic book ex- expertise with him to. I want expertise. A bit. Okay. I would say compared more sanity to me. Mediocre knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Most of my DC knowledge is actually. Uh, the animated universe stuff. Okay. okay. Very big into that. All right. Comics are too obscure. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, speaking of big in any universe, Jeff, oh. you thought I was going to go with Bo, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I, you see what I did there? <laughs> I do. But uh-huh. I, I can see why you 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 know got confused because mm-hmm. his gravitational pull is pulling me towards mm-hmm. him. I was oh, referring I thought, to I your it was ego. A <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm caught it's in his orbit right, right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So basically, you're his moon. I am. Get ready, buddy. Do we turn that into a verb? Are you are you mooning, Bo? Is that? <laughs> we'll see how this podcast goes. It's starting off great so far. If he buys me dinner, then for no. sure. <laughs> That's all it takes, huh? All right, noted. Yeah, no, it's a you Tuesday. can supersize it. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> anyway, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm tired and punchy. There you go. Well, that's a good combination for a podcast. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and Bo. I'm excited. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been, been a little busy, while. Yeah. But I'm happy to be back. Right. So I'm, yeah, you and I haven't been on this for a while. I know. Yeah. It's schedules have been very strange. It's, it's kind of been the John and Pat show. So It kind of has. Glad, which, glad you, you know, guys were able to. Nice to know Dennis has been missing too, though. I feel yeah, we didn't have food. Yeah, but I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's been missing Dennis. Well, no. that is possible. I have, but that's just. Me. I mean, I miss him. Exactly. But, but you know, something public. I, I haven't know. tried to hit him, so I don't know how I could miss him. <laughs> I'll be, oh, I'll be here all week. man. Unfortunately for the world. <laughs> My classroom's right across the hall. Oh! Oh. Man. <laughs> all right. So, well, we are here to talk a little bit about Justice League. And uh, let's just start off with this one. What uh, what are kind of your... I've got some questions for us related to some things that I have read from different articles and other podcasts that have already talked a little bit about Justice League online. Mm-hmm. But let me just start off with this. How'd you feel? Justice League is a kind of a... A little well, bit of a contentious I'm, issue honestly, or, or contentious. You're, you're a guest. So, first, please. So special guest, what do you? And I liked it. Like I was okay. expecting. Probably helps that I was expecting bad things from previous DC movies and everything that people had said. But like I, you know, walked out saw with Bo and I was like, I enjoyed the movie. Like you know, I didn't really think it was for a comic book movie. I thought it was pretty good. Not as good as Wonder Woman, but better than anything else DC's done. Okay. I agree. I I went into it wanting just to have fun, and I walked out saying, that was fun. Yeah. That was a good time. And I think I, that's what I texted you immediately after watching. I'm like, guys, it's fun. Mm-hmm. This is going to be okay. Just go in two hours of sit back and watch the team come together. So, yeah, I also enjoyed it. 
Um, I enjoyed it. I think I told Will when we left the movie. I wanted more though. I felt like it was it was a quick two hours. And Always another... leave them wanting more. Well, and DC and there is a, there is something because <laughs> some of the movies can be too long. And some of the movies can leave you really wanting more. <laughs> right. And I just I think I wanted a little more of a little more Aquaman information and a little more Cyborg. And a little more flash, just because I don't know them very well at all. And I know Aquaman's got his own movie coming, so I'll get that so eventually. Flash. So does Flash. Nah, maybe. <laughs> his, his has become a solid maybe over the last couple months it's, when I've read It's now Flashpoint. Right. Yes. Yeah, there's a thing Which is great, now. because Flashpoint is what you use when you want to reset your DC universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that's exactly what I was saying to my buddy Tony after we saw Like, you know, this is a great opportunity then for them to kind of clean up the mess that came before Justice League. It's not far enough in to reset it. <laughs> well, they weren't far enough into the new 52 to really reset that, but they did anyway. True. That's very true. <laughs> so I, I just wanted more from it. I think I another 20 minutes just to give me a little more of the universe. But yeah. part of that, I think, is me being not much in tune with it. So we'll see. Well, and As they build the world around it, maybe I'll... They cut about fulfilled. 50 minutes from yeah. the movie. And from what I've read a lot I feel of like I could take, And I feel like I could take 25 more of those, Twenty, not the whole 50 minutes, because 250, that's a long movie. Yeah. But give me 25 of them back, I was and just, I'll be okay. I was, I was shocked, Seth. That was an awful lot of amount of movie yeah. to cut. So how much of that is Joss Whedon coming in and going, no, no, no. Well, you have to look, if you look at Snyder's other movies, they're all long, and they're filled with a lot of stuff that probably doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And Whedon... Yeah, he said he'd cut a lot of that stuff He's out. efficient. Yeah. Don't give him um, that. And part of that could be, and we'll never really know, because it's not like it's not like there was a 250 cut, and he cut uh, cut 50 minutes off of it. Like, right. there's supposedly 40, 50 minutes of footage that, you know, was could have been used that they didn't, but mm-hmm. I don't think the movie was ever actually going to be that long. But like I said, I could have seen, I was surprised I heard two hours. I expected two and a half, um, just from this size movie. Like, and, like, you know, Marvel introduced everyone so they're introducing half of the team in this movie and it's a two-hour movie it's like i mean and it felt right, like it took long enough to build the team that the end felt a little rushed and maybe the superman stuff felt a little rushed from out of the ground to yeah i'm okay there's no development with superman at all he comes out of the ground he talks to lois for a bit and all of a sudden he's good yeah, it's and it's possible maybe that they'll they'll deal with that in. Are they doing? Are they planning a second Justice League already? That's why. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah it's yeah. in here somewhere. It's hard to remember Justice the timeline they've got, but well, because they keep changing their timeline. Well, yeah. Exactly. Well, and because I'm assuming that's the whole purpose. Justice League Two will have the Injustice League or whatever they're called, the Lex Luthor group, Legion of Doom. That Legion that one, Doom. yeah. And they're like, oh, here, oh, yeah. here's what we're gonna do. That's what you do with the post credit, though. You oh, I know, no, it wasn't done poorly. I just, um, I think they told you what who the bad guy in the next movie's gonna be. Here you go. I was ecstatic to see Deathstroke. I thought that was just, yeah, brilliant. I know, I, eh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess who else you bring in? But I just I don't know. It's not a huge Deathstroke. Well, because originally Deathstroke was going to be the villain of the Batman movie. Yeah. And so and I now, think well, he still can backtracked. be. Well, he can be. Well, yeah. it all I mean, sounds like that it, movie might not it, ever happen. Yeah. <laughs> or it's not like they've ruined using Deathstroke. In yeah, part, exactly. In a singular That's part of the problem with character movie. I, I will say with that part, I was when I saw Deathstroke, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, they're going to do a tie-in to the Batman. That's what I all, thought too. And then all of a sudden, they was, show the they yeah. show the yacht, and then they show the bald head, and I'm like. Great, you yeah. ruined it with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, God. Okay. 
Which, in the in the what ten seconds we got of him as Lex Luthor, it worse ten seconds. Well, no, actually, that ten seconds we got of Lex of Lex Luthor in Justice League was better than the entire yes Lex Luthor in Batman versus Superman. You mean when he was playing the Joker as Lex Luthor? Mm -hmm. Because that's what he Mm -hmm. was doing in Batman versus Superman. You know, it's funny. Mm -hmm. We were having a conversation the other day about other Batman movies. Mm -hmm. They really should just make a bunch of movies with him and the Joker going at it because. All of the bad guys lean Joker. We were talking about Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. Mm-hmm. How he leaned so far Joker. Yeah. And not so much Two-Face. And I'd forgotten about... Eisenberg yeah. was very Joker-ish. Lex yeah. Luthor. And That's there's different ways of doing Lex Luthor. You have the, you know, the Gene Hackman one from the original movies. My favorite is the DC animated one. Because he's just... Mm-hmm. Like, he's intimidating, but realistic. And he's 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 the perfect... Video Lex Luthor. Like, I can't mm-hmm. think of like a better version done on TV or film mm-hmm. than Small the DC build. anime. Yeah, that's hard. It's hard to judge because it's a younger version. But yeah, you're right. But you know what? That he, one he, he was great. Was mm-hmm. And that one becomes the one for the anime one. Like I mean, literally, yeah. it's it's just a younger version of the character. Yeah, like, they did. Yeah, I mean, that was such a great characterization. Yeah. I will say for this movie, I I went in. I, my mine was a bit of a roller coaster because <laughs> I start off with all the DC movies because DC is my thing. And I start off with those movies being like super excited that I get to see yeah. Superman and Wonder Woman. Like I get to see all these people together in one basically live action Super Friends. Yeah, I get to see that on the screen, and that will always, no matter how good the Marvel movies are, I'm always going to look forward to seeing that from DC, even if I know. Part of me, even if I know that Batman versus Superman was not a good movie. I'm still excited for Justice League well, because these are the characters that I that enjoy. Because that moment more. when in Batman for Superman when Wonder Woman shows up and three mm-hmm. of them are there yeah. is awesome. Oh yeah, like best part of the movie. That, I mean, oh, yeah. by far the best part of a not good movie, mm-hmm. and it's great. And you're right, that is you know seeing the the Trinity on film finally. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have taken this long, but it did, and it was really good. So that was so for me. I kind of went in. I went in with high expectations, but then I lowered my expectations, <laughs> and then when I started to see. Like when when reviewers were reviewing when they were first allowed to see like the early screenings of it and they couldn't say anything but on Twitter they could comment and say whether they liked it or not. Yeah. There were a whole bunch of just a ton of people coming out saying it's fun, it's really fun. And then just a few days later, for you to then text me and then say, "Guys, it's fun." Then I was like, "Okay, well, a lot of times Jeff and I have similar opinions on these movies, so I know if Jeff liked it, and sometimes I feel like maybe you're a little more critical." About some of the movies that I'm trying to say in a positive way. Okay, like I, 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 well, I enjoy your. Uh, opinions I, would, I would actually agree with you. Sometimes yeah. I get, I, sometimes I get overly critical, but mm-hmm. I think I'm. Yeah, I can be very critical. Um, <clears throat> there's a there's so, a special guest star. What's happening, guys? So anyway, that what? How are you doing, Pat? I, I'm doing good, man. Come on in, grab good. a chair. Should, should I? I don't want to yeah. grab the no, phone. Grab, should I grab no, something from? Go. All right. Okay, hey guys. I'm sorry uh, for my tardiness. You're not. Yeah, you just sorry. wanted to make an entrance. Right? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met my brother? I have. I oh, so good. It, just I just washed my hands, so that's why they're wet. Sure <laughs> you did. <laughs> why did he want to? <laughs> Stop the whole damn podcast for your entrance. Well, here you are. Oddly enough, he says that like multiple times a day. <laughs> you can go, like, he'll leave his classroom, like nowhere near a bathroom. He's like, sorry, I just washed my hands there. That's why they're wet. I want to just go on the record as saying that just like the, the table thumping, mm-hmm. I came in quietly, but then it was everybody going, blah, 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 that got me fired up. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that. Okay. 
All right, I apologize. I will. So basically, now that Pat has derailed this entire thing, I'm sorry. Let's just start over. Just start over the whole thing. Okay. Anyway, this is the thirty-something movie podcast, and speaking of big, that whole thing. how are you? Was a Mark Maron See that time. That was good. Went with because it was the thing in the wicked. Call that. We just did the ultimate Maron open. Mooning. 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 Bo. I'm not touching that. It's the name of our short film that we're creating. Um, so we're compete with the disaster artist at the <laughs> cans next year. No, that's gonna be, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I had to explain the disaster artist and the room to my wife because NPR was doing a thing with <laughs> Seth Rogen. And yeah, with, uh, I heard that yeah. interview. <clears throat> and so and she was listening to it this morning, and she's like, I do still "That sounds like a really bad movie." I'm like, "It around? is a really bad uh, movie." I have it somewhere at home. Okay. okay. If you I'll think about it, yeah, because I should. I need to see that. Yeah. If, and the, if you can get the public radio interview, I heard that coming in this morning, mm-hmm. and it was really hearing those guys talk about making this movie was. Seth Rogen's yeah. on uh, Nerdist podcast. This oh, week. is he? Oh, oh okay. Listening to that. Okay. I'll check that out. Well, have you seen the room? Oh, when oh, I oh, get the You haven't had the it's, pleasure. <laughs> they're making a movie about making a bad movie. It's not making a bad movie. Well, okay. It's making possibly the worst movie that's ever been made. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've seen Newport South, guys. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Could have been in it. Could have been in it. I know. Could have been a contender. All right. So, just so that's just like Justice League. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when it's just a hot mess that comes together. <laughs> so our Marin Open continues. So my overall take on Justice League is I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. I went in with fairly tempered expectations, just kind of saying, all right, I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing these characters, having fun in a movie, and that's totally fine. And... And then I loved it. Like thought it was great. And I t- anybody who asks me, I'll say it's it's not going to win any awards. It's not that kind of movie, but it's a fun superhero movie. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's kind of my take on it. Pat, now that you're here, what Pat, did you what, think? What did you what, think? How awesome was Justice League? Dude, it was an awesome movie. I mean, it really. And we didn't take bets on how many times you were going to say awesome. Okay. Just so you know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna come in, and this is I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned. <laughs> I mentioned this to Jeff. I kind of we kind of had the pre-podcast discussion. We did. Is that is that um, I I I like Bivis Dodge. Okay, I'm gonna there. I'm gonna say it, and everyone can like pile on and all that kind of stuff. I I enjoyed it. Like I walked in, I was like, man, this is fun, man. Okay, that's cool. Batman's beating the crap out of people. Yeah, this is neat. Yeah, that's cool. You know, um, and so when I saw this one, yeah, I I I definitely enjoyed it. Now I don't want to get into comparing it to. Well, it compares to this one this way, and it compares to this one this way. Because um, I remember talking to you, uh, you being John, mm-hmm. I remember talking to John about this. I said, you know, what's the difference between Marvel and, and DC? And, it, it, and you were talking about how Marvel tends to go more for the human element, you know, the, these big larger-than-life characters, comic book characters, and they try to humanize them. Whereas DC seems to take these big larger-than-life characters and try to... Maybe how did you say it? push them like further? Make them godlike. Make them godlike. Yeah. That's right. Emphasize. And then that even even in the comic books, that's I think that's and you guys who read DC can agree or disagree with me. I kind of feel like the DC characters are always more legends. Like these are the heroes of legend, whereas the Marvel characters. Marvel's are, always been more. These are these are people who grounded. have powers. Yeah, yeah. Marvel's always mm-hmm. been more grounded. Yeah. I saw. Um, I don't know if you ever you you listened to the Star Talk podcast, the Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or catch it. He does a video version on National Geographic. I was watching one with Kevin Smith the other day, and he went deep into. Did you see this? I didn't see it, but I mean, 
talk about a, a, a font of knowledge about oh. comics. So he went actually Batman. He's yeah. crazy. Well, in well, his podcast, the Fat the, Man on Batman, so good, so great. <laughs> he went a little deep into the Marvel DC thing, and he, he said something interesting. And I'm not necessarily sure I completely agree with it, but he said that the Marvel comics tend to base all of their powers, not all, but most of their powers and their abilities in science somehow. There's a mutation, there's a, an experiment, yeah. there's an implantation. They have their magic, but not as much. Yeah. Whereas on the DC side, it leans a little more towards, oh, that's just how it is. Like, well, Superman's powerful because the sun's yellow, it, not because of anything that happened to him. fantastical. Yeah. And, and he went a little deeper into that. I never thought about it that way. And then, mm-hmm. oh, that's not do with when the, uh, the DC heroes are just older. I mean, well, most and Marvel ones are yeah. 60s or newer, so... They, True. Back in the 30s, they weren't thinking about that. They just wanted a guy who could kick some ass. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and watching this movie, I was I was, I was uh, uh, thinking about, like, okay, well, how does it rate in the pantheon of DC movies? And this is what I was mentioning to Jeff. Second. When you go, okay. Well, we're done. Thanks for, okay. for listening. So good night. And, um, and I'm going to say not, like, what is it? DCEU or They're whatever. Well but I'm going to say anything that features a DC character. Like the Christopher Reeve Superman was. Which I some mean, people pronounce as DCEU. Okay. <laughs> so the D. Oh, no, it's not um, French. It's not French. I, I can't remember who's offended by the DCEU or the. Oh, that was you? No, that, no that, was, <laughs> who, who, that was my buddy Tony. Oh, that was your buddy. Now, who doesn't like the Oscar nominated Suicide Squad? That's me. Oh, okay. So I'll keep, I'll keep <laughs> the that. Oscar winning. The Oscar winning. The Oscar winning, Oscar winning, right. winning Suicide yeah. Squad. So, like, those Christopher Reeve Superman seemed to have, like, <laughs> universal appeal because they didn't play up that he was an alien. He was just the, like the good-natured superhero. They even took little plot threads in there where he was trying to be more human. He gave up his powers, and the limit of the weird alien tech was some crystals in an ice cave. The '89 Batman, forty-five minute intro of crystals in an ice cave. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> the, the, but I mean, even like that, that with like Krypton, it they didn't go much beyond. It was like his original dad, and something happened on Krypton, and he's trying to live up to that. Exp- you know, it was more of like a, a human threat. The '89 Batman. And Jeff, you brought up the point that casting Batman is say your point with Oh, I when when you're doing a Batman movie, it's not about casting Batman. It's about okay. casting Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the more I see these bat like even the Chris Nolan Batmans were awesome. But honestly, I still go back to the eighty nine one. Michael Keaton rocked that part. That's awesome. He is I think my favorite Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like not my favorite Batman. As Batman as Batman he's okay, but as yeah. Bruce Wayne he's great. Mm-hmm. And, and so but again, Michael Keaton was is kind of, he's Mr. Mom. That's Mr. If Mr. Mom was a rich millionaire that fought crime, that's kind of what he brought to that. And then, like, you, and then zooming to the Christopher I Nolan. I just did that mashup in my head. Okay, <laughs> did that just blow your mind? Um, uh, anyway, and then, and then the Christopher. Where are the diapers? <laughs> Where are they? Time to burn the woody. Um, the uh, the Christopher Swear Nolan Batman. I've, I've been told that, like, with with Dark Knight, if you had taken a guy in a cape out of it. It could have been a really awesome crime drama. Without, so here's my point: is that those movies seem to have the mass appeal, whereas now the DC movies seem to up the alien quotient, or there's you know there's more focus on the tech that's in the ship, or you know like put Superman's body in the weird mystic pool that in Vivis Dodge had the weird looking alien come. So they seem to be going more that route, and like Wonder Woman which I went with my wife, and she's not a huge comic book person. I mean, I, Doug Woman, 
that one seemed to not focus on the weird alien kind of craziness. It focused on a World War One story, uh, a woman trying to be powerful in a man's world, um, good versus evil. I mean, heck, even the bad guy, the weird-looking horned... Wasn't, was it Hades in that one? or Ares. What? Ares. Ares. They were fighting Ares in that one, but he looked like Remus Lupin for the entire movie. We didn't even know who it was. So it was like, oh, it could be a normal guy. You know what I'm saying? So Whereas in, in this one... And in, in, in Batman vs. Superman, there was like this weird monster walking around. And in this one, there was... Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. this, yeah. it just seems that... And I enjoy it. I like it. But it, you know, it, the previous conversations have always been, oh, why can't DC just do what Marvel's doing? But it just seems that DC wants to kind of... And it's good because it keeps the movie separate, but they kind of want to seem to work a little bit more of the, the comic book angle or the weird sci-fi angle or, as opposed to trying to broaden it so that it's it's just a guy with superpowers as opposed to like an alien from another planet. Do you get what I'm, where I'm going? So. A lot of that I think is more Zack Schneider's influence than anything. Okay. I mean, you can, like, before I even realized that he was the one behind all the DC stuff, I'm like, man, this is a lot like 300 Watchmen. Oh, that's what's good. <laughs> that's right. That's right. A lot of people are like, rag on Watchmen, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I think Zack Snyder's best comic book movie by far is still Watchmen. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. So I came in and I obviously, and I don't want people to Did you? To repeat. We didn't notice. I didn't. I, that was not my fault. I came in quietly. Um, but the, the um, did everyone share what their take on the movie was? We all liked it. Yeah, you're okay. going to have to go Fun. back and listen to the podcast. And I plan yeah. to. So here's my question that I asked from Jeff yesterday. I, everyone started throwing heavy things at my head. I can't tell necessarily a big difference. <laughs> you can't throw a <laughs> I can't it's tell true. a big difference between this one and Batman vs. Superman in terms of quality. And so my, qu- so my question is, <laughs> my question is, is this movie markedly better? Or is it just like we just said, you know what? I want to see my favorite comic book characters. I know the angle that DC is going. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. The, so the that, expectation of the audience is yeah. different now than yeah. So I don't want everyone been. to rehash their the, thoughts. The audience is adapted. No, but that more. that actually was my first question to ask us. Other than what's your initial take on the movie? Was the IGN movies podcast said almost exactly what you just said? They said Justice League needed to do two things. First of those is solve some of the issues of the DCEU movies that we've all had problems with. Mm-hmm. And second, make us want to see more of these characters. So my question, piggybacking on what you said, is did Justice League do those two things? Did it fix the issues that a lot of people are worried about? And did it make us want to see more of these characters? No and kind of. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're not going to... The issues that came out of Man of Steel and Suicide Squad and Bivis Dodge Mm -hmm. are not going to be fixed by one two-hour movie. It was a step in the right direction. I think Wonder Woman did more to to start fixing things, Mm -hmm. and I think Justice League kind of piggybacked off of that a little bit. It's a step in the right direction. They're starting to make some, some better choices. I don't think that the issues are all fixed at this point. So the biggest difference is director. Because all the ones we have a problem with are the Zack Snyder ones. But Patty Jenkins obviously is the Wonder Woman one. So it's, I mean, is that, is it Zack Snyder? Is he the problem? Could be. Maybe. Like, I don't know if you can fix, like, I'm talking about, I don't know if you can fix the problems Mm -hmm. with Batman or Superman. You cannot make the same mistakes, which I think they, in that regard, I think they did. I don't Mm -hmm. think they, 
Might be they didn't make worse. Is maybe maybe fix is the wrong word. Maybe it's are we is is Justice League helping it move in the right direction? In that case, I would say yes because yeah. like, my so. biggest problems with Batman or Superman are like the characters' motivations just don't make any freaking sense. I don't know if anyone's character may, maybe Lois maybe, <laughs> but no one else's motivations make sense in that movie. And I think in Justice League, I I mean everyone's motivations are pretty clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Bo said earlier, Superman going from Confused, killing everyone to okay. I'm back now is a little quick, but I think that's more of a runtime issue. We don't have a lot of backstory of Flash, um, Aquaman, although, and Cyborg. And I think Aquaman's the only who's really missing it. Like Cyborg, there isn't there. I mean, it, it what's that's happened true. just happened. So short of doing a 25 minute origin, which they're not going to do for Cyborg because he's by far the lowest tier member of this team. And they it's not going to happen. No, and if you <laughs> if you remember what you saw. In Batman vs Superman, yeah, you have enough origin on Cyborg. Him, I'm not as and worried about. But Flash, they but they give you enough it. information about what happened to him in the movie, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. in an accident. And, yeah. Cyborg, and, and, yeah, exactly. Really I don't think his much as the other two. Flash and Aquaman, and it does sound like from what I've read, they filmed more origin stuff, more backstory, I should say, for them. But I don't think it was necessarily needed. Like as is, I didn't come out of that saying because the point of Justice but, League is how did these people come together? Yeah, how does the group? Form. It's not about the individuals. It's, yeah. it's, and I think, it's this group coming together. I think my biggest fear with Justice League is that they were going to, because they were jumping right into it instead of like with Marvel with Avengers where they introduced everyone separately, so by the time we got to Avengers, they didn't have to introduce everyone. And I was afraid they were going to do that with this movie, and they didn't. And yes, I know for people who aren't as familiar with them, maybe they're a little confused about Aquaman and Flash's backstory. From my perspective, knowing it, I'm perfectly fine with it because it saved a half an hour of movie I didn't need to see again. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's a Flash TV show in its fourth or fifth season. Mm-hmm. And Which is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It's not great. It's, it's great. Right. Who invited the new guy? Which <laughs> <laughs> reminds me, I have a question about that, not for the podcast, when okay. we're done. So don't let me forget. Um, yeah, I, I personally think that, yes, I think it did, if we're going to say fix or not make the same mistakes, and yeah, I, I definitely want to see more. Especially, I think, of, of the characters they introduced, I want to see more of Flash. Mm-hmm. I want to see more mm-hmm. Aquaman. And, I don't know, it's I weird, mean, it's the next movie coming out, but I'm not that excited for oh, it, because it's I, Aquaman. I just, and, and <laughs> maybe it's Hangover, Hangover's the wrong word, maybe it's the platform of just coming off of Thor Ragnarok, and in my opinion, Thor... He just likes and, muscular, long-haired gentlemen. Thor and Aquaman... <laughs> Occupy in their respective <laughs> universes. They occupy almost the same task. Yeah, they like are it. the muscle-bound comic relief, and it's fun. And having those two guys around makes it fun. And I think that's why I want to see more Aquaman because coming off of Thor, which I thought was hysterical, now you've got this character in DC now yeah, who's but... not the big serious bat. <laughs> and I think it's fun. I think it needs it. And I think the movie could be really good. So I want more. I want more Aquaman. Flash, I well, you're get getting it. So <laughs> Flash, I get. I wish we could see a little more, but he made. He actually has a line in the movie that I think downplays his character a little too much, but it sums up the way I feel about him. He's like, I've never really done battle. That was great. I just push people. I just push people and run away. Yeah, yeah like that okay. was a great you guys. Line. You guys are all ready to do battle. I've never done battle. battle. Yes, that <laughs> right. was great. And that, that that right there, and the couple things they did, really, I think, was enough of intro for people to know who Flash is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I, as far as I know, his movie isn't going to be like a prequel origin. It's going to mm-hmm. so they're not going to bother telling. I don't know what they mean. 
Well, they told it. I mean, this was his first battle. He's right. you know, he's new, just like Cyborg, just like Aquaman. Like they they don't really have well, Aquaman a, ain't new. Well, I gotta say, since we're talking about Flash and the new then the Flashpoint movie that's coming, the one maybe. thing I am super excited about seeing in Flashpoint is a new way to kill Bruce Wayne's parents. Nah, like I feel like that's we, not gonna I feel, we didn't see it you know, in this DC movie. You, I was sad you know that it wasn't be. in Wonder Woman. He's and not. We gonna... didn't see Martha and Thomas Wayne killed in Wonder Woman, which I was disappointed. <laughs> we didn't see them killed in this movie. I feel like it's not a DC movie if we don't see Thomas and Martha Wayne killed with pearls falling down on you the side. The trick is they're actually not going to die in Flashpoint. That's going to be well. Then it's not a DC movie. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. So. <laughs> Not to totally sidetrack us, but I do have one observation. It's in the bad guys wearing horned or antlered headdresses. Yeah. Lately. Like, every other movie, you, you put horns on a guy and he's bad. Right? I don't know. You put horns on a guy and he's bad. I mean, I'm, re- I'm replaying <laughs> Fatal 2, and when mm-hmm. your guy's evil, the horns show up. I mean, it's just it's, uh, okay. it's a Western so it's, culture thing. Okay. Horns are, if someone has horns, they're bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just thought it was interesting. It seems to be a common theme. The guy shows up. They wore very similar horns. I will get in you the that. last two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> At this point, so you said Aquaman. Mm. You said Flash. Are there other? Are there DC characters now that we've been introduced to that you're looking forward to seeing more of? And mm. we've already been introduced to, or like future who the ones that we've might. seen so far. I mean, the only one is Cyborg, and I'm not too interested okay. in a Cyborg movie. Uh, out of the Justice League, I'd have to say probably Flash. Okay. Out of all the characters so far, I'd, I'd want to see more of Deathstroke. Okay. And rumor has it there's a Batgirl movie. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. There is. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% and, sure. And a Nightwing movie. That oh. in the same now that I'm intrigued. Yeah, though. it's supposed to be. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Gotham City Sirens one with the... They're actually going to make that. It's, it's still, it's still on the list. They're just going to take Sucker Punch that Zack Snyder did and <laughs> rework it a little bit. <laughs> okay. Are they what still making Suicide Squad too? Yeah. That's the rumor. Are they really? Uh, <laughs> I don't see how that... Suicide Squad and... 2. Suicider. Right? <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> no, no, no. Suicide Squad Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> there was an article... What about you, Pat? What, two what was Suicide, your, yeah. Two Squad. Uh, um, shoot. Okay, so if I... W- <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll channel the the fourteen year old boy in me and say I'd like to see more Harley Quinn. Um, okay. You know I, I really like the Flash. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Right. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> no a kidding. whole lot more Harley <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, Wolf of Wall Street. That was. Her. Um, I, I thought you were gonna say you want to see more Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, thought I was gonna say yeah. back on a boat. You know what? Um, the Wonder Woman character, um, I think, Wonder would be was was. Was awesome, yeah. I mean, I think keep going along those lines. Um, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I I thought Wonder Woman's aunt was really cool, which she's you know dead now, so we can't bring her yeah. back. But I mean, uh, just uh, yes, we can. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's comic books. Yeah, bring anyone back. <laughs> I love you guys with this. Okay, yeah. so I, if you, you know got super speed, a mother box, and some weird watery stuff, you can bring anybody back, right? <laughs> and the watery stuff still exists, <laughs> so you know. Okay, so <laughs> Wonder Woman's aunt. Yeah. Because like that, I I really liked her character, and even the way they said in Wonder Woman, they really made a point to um, make the, the the women to not look like airbrushed and mm-hmm. uh, you know they 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 had like sunburnt skin, they had scars, they looked like you know. So I thought she was a really cool character. Um, yeah, I, I mean, other than that, I mean, Flash was pretty cool, but I mean, I I don't want to say I want to see more of him because honestly. 
keep putting him in these movies, but I, I don't. I like watching the Flash TV series, so I don't know. <clears throat> is there going to be? Well, they start stepping on themselves if they're not careful. That's what I want. So I want to be careful how I make those comments. So they're I, making them totally separate. Yeah. Like I don't think the people who make movies even watch the show. No, but yeah. I don't. I don't know that you want to pollute it too much. Like I think if you yeah. made his own, if you did too much of your standalone Flash stuff, then people are going to start. Well, Flash wondering. is never going to be like they're not going to make like six Flash movies. Yeah, he'll right. get one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, with with Aquaman, I would like to see more Aquaman. If there was actually something happening in the water, like I would like to see more of, Which like I would, I would like to see an Aquaman movie, because he's been around since forever, right? Like he's one of these like demigods that's been around. So I would, I would like to see an Aquaman movie like back in the days of like pirates in the 1600s and the 1700s, 18. Like I would, just like really outside the box. You really want to get back on that boat, don't you? I'm not going there. That was that. I misspoke. And that's not. What, <laughs> But um, <laughs> but that's what that's what I would I guess those are the characters like Harley Quinn Senator. What was that? <laughs> okay, I would like to see more Harley Quinn. I would like to see like Aquaman if it was like actually out in the water somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be cool. And then um, yeah, like Wonder Woman and just more of the the uh, the app that her on. So okay, I I would like to see more Superman. Shocking. I, 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 yeah, I know. <laughs> <clears throat> so the guy with yeah, the super nope, lanyard. Nope, on the that. lanyard on the man's <clears throat> chest yeah. is the, the fact that he's the, wearing glasses and yeah, you know, does not need them. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly a I shock don't actually here. need the glasses, I just wear them. Uh-huh. Um, no, I when they announced because when they announced Batman versus Superman, I remember like a lot of people's reactions were, That's so cool and yeah, want, I remember watching the video from I want a man of steel too. Mm-hmm. And so I was I looked at it as like interesting. Okay, cool. Cool. I would rather have Man of Steel too. Like I would have rather have seen more develop more of that character on his own without having to throw in other heroes and have him rely on the other heroes for that. And I'm looking forward to seeing a Superman movie where they do they have a villain other than Lex Luthor. Like as much as I love the the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor, I, I love that. I want something else. Like I want to see Brainiac. Yeah. I want to see Metallo. I want to see. I don't know. I want. I want to see something. You're gonna get Dark Side at some point. I'm gonna get Dark Side, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's still just. It's gonna be a Justice League movie. Yes. I want to see Superman have to deal with something on his own with his supporting characters, well, as was, opposed to and, and with his rogues gallery of yeah. villains and, and all that. That was and, my biggest problem with Batman or Superman is like. Like as much as I love the characters, they're not develop- no more, like, no more Lex and no more Zod. You haven't developed well, like, no more Zod anyway. Yeah, right. like they hadn't developed Superman enough mm-hmm. to do Batman versus Superman. Right, and that's why I don't know why they jumped the gun on that. And mm-hmm. I really think that's well, not all their problems. Because to make Justice League, you had to make Batman versus Superman. I don't know if you do though. I don't know. I think Batman versus Superman works better when they've known each other and have fought each other and been friends, and then they fight. Mm-hmm. But I, don't I know think the, the story. Works I agree. With, I agree with Will. But I don't know that you can have you're wrong. the Justice League. <laughs> no, you're wrong to just sit there. You're wrong to be wrong. Without the conflict, because if you Without form the Justice League first, there is no conflict. If you form the Justice League first and then they go at each other, I don't think you're ever reforming the Justice League. I don't think that works. And I don't know how it went in the comic books. I don't know if they but I fought each other first or not. I don't think you need. I'm not even sure the depends on the day of the week. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't even know you're following. if you need the conflict. You don't need that conflict for there Justice to be Justice League. Yeah, I don't think you do either. I don't think you have the... And Batman and Superman can butt heads, 
but I don't think they need to go the full on fight. Doesn't I think it means more like the first time I remember it is in I mean it's uh wow I'm trying to blank on the name now the old Batman where he they in the Superman fight but it's like after Batman's retired and come back oh Dark Knight Dark Knight yeah mm-hmm. like that's a cool Batman vs Superman fight mm-hmm. like they literally throw a nuke in there mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> It's well, great. Kind of have to. I guess um, I'm. So okay. But there's all these things of like, if like they, they like he like they're fighting and he calls him Bruce and calls him Clark because they've known each other and fought together for years, and it means more than and so in Batman vs Superman they had to resort to Martha as the conflict. But <laughs> how do you? So then is forming the Justice League a two second process because? Yes, they say get together and kick some ass. Should have Man do, of Steel do Man of Steel two and have a threat like Brainiac, who is depending on the comic, an alien or a robot from outer space or, or a robot or whatever, <laughs> or a magician from some, like, traveling circus. Um, <laughs> you know, do something like that where it's threatening the Earth in such a way, because Zod was threatening the Earth, but that ended kind of quickly. Have this be something where they're threatening the Earth, and all of a sudden Batman and these other people realize that you have this threat that maybe even Superman can't handle, and then, you know, maybe you, maybe you throw those characters in at the end of the movie yeah. and they show up at the end and you kind of get a quick little little glimpse of them and and maybe you still I don't know maybe you still have Superman die at the end of Man of Steel 2 if you if you, you want if yeah. you want to do that storyline maybe you do that but I kind of feel like the way and now how the they- way everything I mean Batman versus Superman I feel like as much as I can watch that movie and enjoy it just as a superhero movie you could take that movie out completely and I feel like you could have done something just very quick to explain, you know, the formation of the League without needing yeah. a full two-and-a-half-hour movie. But does Batman need to be the one... I guess that wouldn't matter. I'm just trying to figure that out... That forms the League? Is yeah. That, he's he, usually not. He's usually not. That's what, it's usually Superman. Yeah, it's always Superman. <laughs> but why does Super... Okay, I mean, maybe that's what I have trouble with. Why does Superman need a League? I get why Batman does... And I get why he, especially the way they played it, would want to do this. But that's why he's got to get him later to make the league work. Uh-huh. Like, I, I almost understand. Admittedly, I don't know as much about the Justice League as, as you two, obviously. Part of it, well, I mean, part of the um, old history of Superman and the formation of the Justice League was there were other heroes out there, but they didn't step up until Superman stepped up and said... I'm going to do this thing. Like, I'm going to defend the Earth. I'm the first superhero. And then the rest of them are like, oh, hey, if he's going to stand up to these threats, then, you know what, maybe I can too. And then you have all these other people start to create costumes and become heroes. And they have that. It's in Batman or Superman, briefly, Mm because, you know, Flash is coming, Wonder Woman's coming out of retirement, Aquaman's there. But it's, it's overshadowed by Batman and Superman fighting because Lex Luthor tricked them, you know? I, yeah, I think, I think if you do Man of Steel 2 instead, then you can play that in a lot more mm-hmm. instead of playing up the whole Jesus angle, which, which mm-hmm. is what they've decided. So there's an article that I, wanted, I want to bring up uh, from Forbes magazine. Ah, you saw the same one. The, <laughs> the, the seven <laughs> ways to fix DC films. Oh, it wasn't, that, it wasn't that one, no. So this is by Scott Mendelson. Okay. Who, uh, Actually, I think my article was too. But. Writes a lot about uh, mm-hmm. the film industry. And he brings up seven, seven things that need to be addressed to fix the the DC film universe. And while some of them at first you're just like, oh, whatever, he's just, you know, on the bandwagon, he starts explaining some of these points, and they make really good sense. So one of the things that he talks about that you guys are, are skirting around, which I'm, 
I, I want to put out there is in that that's why Wonder Woman worked. It works as a film outside right. of this stands alone. The, the, yeah. This it's this universe. It's their first Avenger. Like it's a it takes place before everything else, so you can have it have the character and everything. And another point he goes on to make is just de-emphasize the idea of a cinematic universe, whether it's DC mm-hmm. or Marvel or or the, the failed monster movie reboot, you know, the Dark <laughs> Universe or whatever that Have they was. Canceled that now? Is that officially um, gone? Because I thought last I heard they were still going to try to do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's fifty-fifty yeah. because Mummy sucked so bad. Um, but to, to get rid of the idea of trying to make a universe happen, and let's just go back to telling stories about characters the universe will fall into place and this is where marvel films worked is they did character movies before they tried to make mm-hmm. they built it up they they, they they tried to put them all together they built the they, they gave you characters they... that you're going to care about but marvel so, did plan it to build up right and dc, DC tried to capitalize they, they on tried that to sh- you know and, and, and with and character I, movies like green lantern i go back to was that supposed to be like was that? I don't, I don't think, think so. That, don't think so well, another point this guy makes in his article is like that movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, keep that Green Lantern movie in the continuity. Just accept that it happened because it's the origin story. No need to do a don't new movie. Retaliate. Don't do yeah. another origin that story. Was just for sure. No. Accept that movie yes. as part of the origin because story. Mm-hmm. Recast or did you guys or see doing... Green Lantern? In yes. Justice yeah. League? In the very in the, in the little like Lord of the Rings intro yeah, well, battle. battle. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. Um, Green Lantern. So awesome. just accept that movie <laughs> as the fact and then that it had happened. John Stewart coming as Green Lantern. Yeah, they made a movie and it failed. Why make? Why risk making another movie that's going to fail? Mm-hmm. Accept that continuity. Accept that explanation of who Green Lantern is. And go and forward from there. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of pull a Hulk, right? Well, though there were two Hulk movies. I take that back. Yeah. There was a Marvel Hulk, and then there was a the Eric Bana Hulk. Yeah, the Eric Bana one. Well, and I feel like, and maybe he Never mentions mind, this in, in the article, but I kind of feel like at this point, you needed origin stories when, when like nerd and geek culture were not what they are today. You just don't need like, it for most I don't know the origin of Spider-Man. I need to be told the origin. Well, nobody needs to be told the origin times. of Spider-Man now. So, no, if I read a great article the other day that says, if I hear the phrase Uncle Ben one more time, I think I'm going to puke. <laughs> and it's kind of What are we having for dinner tonight? So, but <laughs> Uncle Ben. Well, you have to keep in mind is a lot that has to do with the rights. Oh, yeah, the, the Spider-Man right. rights right. have been a disaster but, for years. But, no, but same thing with with the Batman. By rights, they have to include have that to, origin story. Yeah. They have to include Bruce Wayne walking down the alley with his parents and his parents getting shot. Mm-hmm. That's why we keep seeing it Five minutes all the back. damn time. That's all you need. Do it in the opening credits. Like yeah, what some of the go. Spider-Man movies started yeah. to do where you kind of show so flashes. I would, ass- I would assume that's the same way with the Spider-Man yeah. characters that you need to... You don't, but, in, but at this point, for the... the yeah, so totally so maybe, maybe, that, maybe by that point... I think that was just... But in this point, if it's a legal thing that you have to include that... I don't think you need the entire movie to be an origin exactly. story movie, which is why I don't want them to do, and I don't think they're going to, if they do a Flash movie, it's not an origin. I if they do imagine. an Aquaman movie, it's not an origin. I think they're just going to say, well, uh, look, we've already shown you these characters, we've given you some background knowledge. But I think comic book stuff is everywhere now. Just go with it. I don't think the Aquaman's going to be an origin story, but I don't think he has much of an origin. He was born in an Atlantean. That's pretty simple. No, actually, he has a... Well... He's, he's half, half Atlantean, half human. Yeah, okay, so. but you can tell that in five minutes. But it is going to be a back-in-the-day movie. It's not going to be a post-Justice so. League movie. Mm, I don't know. The thing I've read about it makes me think that it's going to be pre-Justice League. Yeah, it's got to be pre-Justice League. Uh, nothing, I haven't heard anything that said that. It's got to 
in but in Justice League, he's apparently Mara, his the woman that was there. Mm-hmm. She's acting like she's seeing him for the first time. Yeah, in a while, and she's. Well, yeah, I got the impression he's been not hanging out there, and that's the story yeah. you tell. Maybe. Because she, she's supposed to be in the Aquaman movie, so if that's the she case, is, it's is. after. Why did he leave? That's the interesting story. I, I think. don't think. Yeah. I don't think that's what they're telling. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not the, the, the yeah. good story. I just, from what I've read, that's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the other? Yeah. So some of the other uh, points. Assume Wonder Woman was a fluke. That's my favorite one right there. <laughs> Meaning, it worked despite. The DC universe, as opposed to because. Yeah, don't blame. Oh look, no, we did it right. Let's just no. Keep going. Um, <laughs> Does he say keep, anything? Keep the budgets in check. Don't keep throwing money at the movies mm-hmm. in hopes that more money means better movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, that, that would help some about of the CGI Woman stuff. In as a fluke, does he say anything about the second Wonder Woman movie? No. Okay, I'm just curious. That would help the CGI in Justice League. Um, if you do more practical stuff and less CGI, I mean, I think that would have been. Give the guy a razor. Much better. Maybe I'm just gonna say that out loud. <laughs> or let him have that was a mustache. A I don't know that the world is ready for a mustachioed Superman. I'm just saying. There was a bearded Superman yes, in the yeah. comics. I think. You, I think you I understand that. I think you go full beard. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't think you can go mustache. Because it's like I ju- he, he just it would depend on whatever the other studio was going to be happy with. Well, here's the thing: like he could have grown a beard and shaved the and shaved the beard and kept the mustache like that. Maybe. Like, like you, you don't. I mean, we don't know how strict the other studio was. Yeah, being it does sound like Paramount was really US sticking it. Seventies porn stars. Yeah, around. it does sound like um, Paramount was like, like Warner Brothers offered to pay for whatever Paramount had to do, whether it was CGI or a fake mustache, to like put it back in their movie because it's easier to put a mustache on than to hide one. And Paramount's like, nah. <laughs> well, if I was Paramount, I'd do the same thing. I, I can't, yeah, like, I can't I'm not going to risk you screwing up my movie. How much you had your chance? Was it like one day doing one and one day doing the other? I don't think it was the reshoot. It was just the reshoot. So as far as I know, a few weeks. I think it was more of the mustache was there. He was he was leaving to go do Justice League and coming back. So it's like he was doing it at the same time. I thought but he, he was needed the mustache for the reshoots. Went on to the saying, yeah. went, went on to the new movie where he grew the mustache and yeah. then they needed him for the reshoots. Yeah, but I don't it, think he was like filming like one one day one the other. No, okay, because I'm I'm just gonna say like. I mean, I can't voice for the CGI mustache or not, but, like, give me a day, I'll get a mustache. I can shave it off then, give me another day, it'll Well, that's your superpower. I'm just, just going to say, like, Henry Cavill seems to be, like, you know, like, swarthy guy. Apparently but, you know, but you know what? All of a sudden you find out he's got a baby face and it takes him two weeks to get a solid growth going, and that's right. a problem. That's a problem. Um, okay. So I, I, Mission Impossible better be really good. How about it? One, one of the other big points this guy brings up is diversity. Bring in diversity into your casting. Bring diversity into your production. Stop having it be white people coming in and saving, which, okay, sounds very bandwagonish. Mm, but bad. there's a point, it does, you know, why not cast a, a, a minority as, uh, as Nightwing? Yeah, it's good. No yeah, not you know, there's no reason not to. And that's um, why you bring in the John Stewart Green Lantern, and then you have yeah. the Black Green Lantern. Uh, it's a, a Nightwing movie starring Louis Tan makes it an event for folks who don't get to see people who look like them playing a big deal superhero. I think that's that could work. I think that's very true. Um, you know, somewhere there's a, a quote in here just about uh, instead of white people going to see richer white people <laughs> being superheroes, 
richer white people saving the day. Start bringing in, start bringing in that diversity into it and get the authentic experiences from other cultures. Bring that in into these movies to just make the make the movies more appealing to a larger audience. And I, I would I would have to agree with that. The same guy, different article. Mm-hmm. Um, he was writing about why. The, the uh, headline was Justice League, uh, what was it, one huge, something like one huge upside to its flop. And the idea was trying to focus on how things have totally changed and how your top two and potentially your top three when Star Wars comes out, grossing movies of 2017 have female leads. And talking about how, you know, it always used to be the thing that, oh, well, you can't have a female-led comic book superhero movie because they all bomb. Supergirl in the 80s. Electra, Catwoman, I mean, they they have this whole list of, though you just can't have women running superhero movies, otherwise it fails. And he mentions this article, he's like, well, you know what, as of 2017, right now the top two are Beauty and the Beast and Wonder Woman. They've made the most money of any movies this year, and with Star Wars coming out and Rey being the main character, potentially you've got three of the highest grossing movies of this year so the being take- led by women. So the takeaway is not, you can't have a female lead in a movie the takeaway, the takeaway is, is you I think can't have as long a female lead in movie. a bad movie right. and as long as you have a well. good movie oh, bad I don't movie think anybody, still does bad yeah. oh okay yeah. so okay. I mean I, if you decided to go with the Miles Morales Spider-Man you know who you know, is a minority if you do that instead of Peter Parker because I remember they were talking about that before they're like well maybe with this Spider-Man movie maybe they'll do the minority Spider-Man and then they came out with Peter Parker and, and some people were like well it's got to be Peter Parker that's just that's like replacing Clark Kent with somebody else. Like, well, yeah, but but Superman is Superman. That's the same character. There's now been a couple of different Spider-Men in the comics. We could pull from those and do a different story. Mm-hmm. Or you've got, I haven't read it, but I know that Green Lantern currently, one of the Green Lanterns is Muslim. Mm-hmm. And so there's yeah. kind of a whole story of you know a, a Muslim superhero operating in America. And yeah, some of the issues that go Marvel's along with that. Marvel's got that, that with... Uh... He That's got horrible. in pre-ban. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, different podcast, gentlemen. I didn't mean to. <laughs> well played, sir. The new, the new Miss Marvel in Marvel's comics is the Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's cool. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I'd be fine with that. So, like so the, the quote here uh, that he uses is and talking about uh, making the the whole thing more diverse. Aside from the whole right thing to do thing, Mm -hmm. such offerings would absolutely qualify as event movies in a way that white guy directed superhero movies about white guy superheroes would not. Mm -hmm. I have to agree with it. Mm -hmm. Well, and at this point, a lot of the money that the movies make is not in America anymore. Yeah. I mean, most of you've got huge audiences in China, you've got huge audiences around the world, and I was reading something not that long ago that most movies now, that's why you'll see in a lot of movies now, they will have a character who is, you know, they'll try to, not, maybe they are ticking boxes, but that they've got, you know, we have the character from this country, and we've got the character from this country, and this person needs to be a prominent character because we want the movie to do well in China. And China could Chinese provide pro- just as much of a box well, office as Chinese America, production if not companies more. are literally throwing money at Hollywood mm-hmm. as long as they well, film and, a scene here. Or and, put some this movies, right. and some movies and that don't do well here do well in China. Yeah. And it saves, like I think Pacific Rim. Pacific I think Rim Pacific Rim did okay here, but once it got to Asia, Age, it was Age of Ultron was huge. like that, too. Yeah. Like yeah. It did really big over in Asia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Scott Mendelson, I, you know, it's a great article. You should look it up. 
Um, and he, you know, he just gets into a, a couple more details about things. But I think he's, I think he's on to some ideas mm -hmm. in, in his suggestions to strengthen the, the DC movie franchise. So, so back to Justice League. Do you have a favorite scene in the movie? I know mine right away. Hmm. Mine is when uh, Superman, when bad Superman, has just come back to life. And they're all. I think this is mine. And they're all, because I think you and I like looked at each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, this that's is awesome. it. I'm, I'm seconding John's. Uh -huh. So they're all fighting, and like Superman's just knocking everybody left and right, and he was knocked out Batman and, and Aquaman, everybody else. And all of a sudden, you know, Flash is speeding up. And Winds just up, and he's coming and all in. Of a sudden, I love this. Superman just out of the corner of his eye looks at him and flashes like, you know, just his face just goes. Yeah, I know. I know. I love that. <laughs> and, I was, and I like laughed out loud. I at that did. Point. Yes. That was, that was, that was good. And nah, the best part good. is how Superman looks because Flash mm. is like moving fast, but then Superman just slowly looks over. Right. And in my mind, it was like. And faster, okay, but wait, faster than he should be able to look. But at the faster speed. than he should be. Flash has yeah. never encountered Superman. But he right. was still looking slowly. So mm -hmm. it was almost like he didn't. He, he knew. It was almost like he knew he was coming, yeah. but he was just looking at Slover like, don't try and sneak <laughs> up on me. But he was. Yeah. And so my brain was like, wait, he's moving fast, but then he's slow. But then. Oh man, Superman's. <laughs> that is awesome! <laughs> and then Flash was like, Ooh, Four, five, how many, yes. how many Yeah, I know. I just, yeah, that was my, I yeah. dug that scene. Awesome. So I, that's that's my absolute favorite. My follow-ups being the what they had to do, where, well, I don't know what they had to do, but what they did, I think, to make it a little bit more lighthearted, you know, the, the fix the tone of the movie, I guess, mm -hmm. um, was the part where once they finish separating the mother boxes and cyborg and superman just like fall down on the ground and they're just laughing yeah they're like they know they've won they know that they're just like oh man let's like never do that again and they're like they're, they're having a good time and then one of the post-credit sequences of flash and superman running the race yeah, yeah, it's good. yeah. I was like, when that one came up i'm like that's good thank you yeah. that is outstanding yeah. that was awesome that reminded me of some of the fun stuff they do in the tv shows yeah mm -hmm. and i was like that's yep good Thank you. Bring Justice League 2. I'm ready. Cool. <laughs> so what about you guys? What was a, a favorite scene in the movie? I don't know if I have a scene, but it was a moment. It was the, the one of the battle sequences, and it's the one where Cyborg is flying, and he catches Aquaman, <laughs> and he says, ah, 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 not done yet. <laughs> yeah. And then he good. just chucks him back into the battle. That was good. That was mm -hmm. a, just a fun little moment. But it was... It showed the reason they needed the Justice League. Because no one superhero was going to be able to win, but the sum of the parts is you know, yeah. what they need. That's I enjoyed, and I'm pretty sure this was, this was a, a Joss Whedon edition. I think most of the scenes we've talked about are all <laughs> Joss Whedon editions. Um, when Soups comes back, mm -hmm. and he has... Uh, Batman by the throat, and he says, "Tell me, do you yeah. bleed?" Yeah. yeah, I damn near See. jumped up out of my seat <laughs> cheering. Yeah, I, it's that was so great. That yeah. was probably my least favorite part of the entire movie. Because Again, there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like it was a stupid. It was a stupid line of Batman versus Superman. It's stupid now. Like it, it was great <laughs> now. It was so. It was so well placed in this movie comparative comparatively to Bivis Dodge. Oh yeah, it was definitely better than this one. I, I, I did. I didn't like it. I thought it was too on the nose, and it's not something. I know it, he Superman wasn't quite Superman at that point, but it was very out of the Superman character, like um, way out. The other thing I was—it was bad. The, the other, the other <laughs> thing I was, I was hoping to see, and I'm bummed that we didn't that we didn't get to see it. I wanted a long shot of Superman and um, 
Wonder Woman's tug of war. Mm-hmm. They kept on doing close-ups back and forth. I wanted a long shot. Yeah, that would have been cool. Where you just see both of them on each end yeah. of the rope. See who's actually stronger. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, oh, come on, let pan back, pan back, pan, and and unfortunately they didn't. But that would have been great. Cool. Well, did you? What, what did you enjoy? My favorite. I don't know if I have. Let, let me tell you why I hated, and then I'm sure you'll be like, Probably, that was yeah. my favorite what was, part. What was your least favorite scene? <laughs> um, I mean, the action scenes are always great, but the the scenes between Bruce and Diana, when they were not necessarily in, mm-hmm. as one woman in Batman, um, kind of explaining, like, because obviously they don't, since this version of Batman we don't have a previous, you know, story about, so they're kind of playing off of just... And they don't, even, they don't even, like, bring things up. They're very vague about all of his past, which is strange. Like, I expected more references to, you know, like, blatant references to people he's fought in the past, and they have nothing. Like, they haven't... The they, Penguin they, line was funny. But that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Some um, of the Alfred... But yeah. I always love the Alfred stuff. In every incarnation yeah, of Batman, the Alfred stuff is some yeah. of the but best I thought, material. But I thought the one the, between Bruce and Diana were, like, when they're walking on the water, mm-hmm. um, or when he's all beat up, and... The one thing I that scene needed, and I need to see the movie because I remember exactly what they say. But there's like a part where it's like, Diana's like, "Hey, you don't have any powers. What are you doing?" And I just like, there needed to be a line from Batman. There's like, like this is this is what I do. Like this is this is me. This is what I've been doing for thirty years, however long he's been in it. And instead, he made some Ben Affleck type line, and it was fine. It wasn't didn't ruin the scene, but it just they, they were like one line away from making it a really some of Batman's best parts that I've seen in comics and previous movies, and especially in the like the animated series, are he like when he drops out of that like I'm Batman character and really explains his motivations for it. And they were one line away from getting it, and they the, just didn't the humanization. Yeah, of the they character. weren't quite there. Like I'm not sure how much you guys have seen in the animated series or animated of, series is brilliant. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, to reach to grant, I know, right? The Justice League one. <laughs> Did you ever see, I think it's like the last, one of the last episodes of the Justice League animated show where Batman basically has to go kill a little girl whose, her powers have like taken over everything. I can't remember the name of the show. Pat's not going to like that one. <laughs> he doesn't like it when you mess with kids. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's a, it's so touching because Batman sits down, she, she, she has some sort of mental powers and he sits down on the swing, like a swing set and just has like a heart to heart with this like five or six year old girl who has like godlike powers and it's just it's like they said the humanizing of it and those are when batman's at his best and this movie got really close to it mm-hmm. <laughs> and just didn't quite get there i'm not sure if ben affleck's capable of it <laughs> yeah not our favorite bruce wayne no that's for sure but those are so my, like, my favorite scene was that scene and it was so close to being perfect <laughs> There was some good stuff. Dislikes. It was the bleeding line because it was the worst part of the movie. <laughs> so what? So what was? Let's do that one then. What was the one scene you would have definitely taken out of the movie? Oh, did you? Well, I, I kind of stole he, yours, but famous, do you have another yeah. favorite? No, no, no. I, I, okay. I, yeah, I hate know. to say. Oh, yeah, 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 I have yeah. to bow. Now he has to make a big giant. So, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> everyone stop the okay. podcast. podcast That's leaving now. <laughs> you, you jerks all did that. I was going to go quietly into the night. Then why did you oh. stop us to tell us you were leaving? <laughs> because I love you all. Um, so the only thing I would I say that. in answer to your question, and I, I sincerely can't wait to listen to all the conversation, especially from the... Not com- you leave, we can talk the, about you. Yeah, that's right, uh, about all the, the comic book uh, experts, because I've really dug all that, because that is something that I don't know. But the one piece that I would have liked to see more was more Batman tech. 
mm-hmm. and more so than just. Yeah, you, the, you mentioned that when we saw the movie. Yeah, like it's the, like the Batmobile. In right, the Batmobile was driven enough to okay, you get beat up and then you throw it away. He had the plane that got beat up and then you throw it away. You had the you know the crawler thing. Yeah, and it was Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind of like in the other Batman movies. I mean, the Batmobile is really cool, and I mean that, that's well, awesome. one of my favorite Batman movie lines. Any character, any movie. Where does he get those toys? <laughs> yes, I know. Favorite and, line. And the Batwing. When the Batwing comes, and I'm preempting the 89 Batwing, when that comes on the screen, that thing is awesome. And when it gets shot down, it's like, oh, dude. Well, because in, in that, his technology is like a character. Yeah. The Batmobile is like its own character when it you know, puts up the shields and it drives Especially itself. Especially in the 89 yeah. movie. Right. Yeah. Like, the Batmobile was like a thing. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, and even the, like, the Tumblr. And you go downhill when you get to the... The car. Chicks dig the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my point is, like, I guess I would have liked to have seen, like, a cool thing that did more than just you drive around and gets beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, or come up with a unique design. This just seemed to be like, okay, look at, do a riff on the old Batmobile. Or even thing. if it's not the big things, like, he should have had more stuff he pulled out of his belt. Because he's fighting these guys that he is not, and what is it, what do they have him do? Yeah. The same thing they did in Batman. He picks up a gun and starts shooting people. Yeah. Batman he doesn't pick up a gun and shoot people! I, was, I didn't want to the DC guy. But, I, I, Agreed. Batman does not so, need a gun. I can't wait to hear all the, your other uh, uh, points, so thank you guys for letting me stop by. But that would be... And if Batman does go to a gun, it should be a big moment because he realizes, oh crap, I have to shoot someone now. Not, yeah. I'm going to shoot this guy and this guy and this guy. I I'm, I, I bumped on that too, but I didn't want to like say But that would just, just more bat tech. You know, have a... yeah. The slow motion batarang was cool. Was, like, I wanted more. Cool. Like, I, I love that stuff. Well, and he knew, like we were talking before, like... Batman's power is that he is prepared for all this stuff. He knew... I mean, they, they showed it a bit when he did the thing with figuring out the frequency that messes with the mm-hmm. parademons and stuff. Yeah. But he should have had a whole bunch of stuff on his belt that was specifically set up to fight those mm-hmm. guys. And right. his plan was, I'm going to punch a few, I'm going to grab one of their guns, and I'm going to shoot them. Yeah, he mm-hmm. couldn't have had a speaker on the belt that would emit yeah. that sound. I mean, like, yeah, it wouldn't have been loud enough, like the car, but he could have had it running so when they got close to him, they'd be like... Yeah. Or some, I don't know, something. I so wanted more. They'd be like, what? <laughs> God, I can do that is, all day if you want. Yeah, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> something that I, that bugged me, and you know, same thing with Bivis Dodge. The overuse of CGI. Mm-hmm. And the scene that really got me, and I don't even know why this one I, I bumped on so much, but when they were in Chernobyl or wherever mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it's showing basically. Why? Sokovia. Why? Why <laughs> did the sky have to be purple? Like I was like, why? Why couldn't? Why? Why couldn't it be a blue sky? Well, I think while I agree with you in concept, it has the, to look brooding. It has to. Well, it they has were, to look well, unnatural. They were kind of terraforming it to look like it, apocalypse. Yeah. Right. They're they're transforming. Without, without the goal is to transform the world into his world, but which that's isn't scene, normal. That's the that, reason why I'm not saying like, I liked it. I, right, like, I would agree with that. But then I would like to see some sort of limitation to mm-hmm. it. All of a sudden, the whole sky is purple. Right. Like what? Why? Well, why, why was you know? Let's and that's what I remember. That's what I remember seeing in the trailer when that trailer came out and it had all the final battle scenes. That was up to that point. I was like, you know, this movie is looking pretty good. This, this, I think this is gonna be a fun movie. And then when I saw that trailer, and it was all the CGI fighting with the red sky, and the, yeah. I looked at it and I'm like, oh, this looks like a video game. I don't want to go watch a two-hour video game. You know, maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm getting old. You know, like that. I just, I don't want to watch that. I, I mean, I, okay, I shut up. I think first back of to all. the, I think back to the Avengers. <laughs> You're movie. just as old as I am. You're slightly and, older. And the, I like to remind you of that. The battle in the Avengers movie. It was a bright blue sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
And I, but and you the, the, But there's something that I liked about that, mm-hmm. as opposed to the fact that, like, all of a sudden, we're going to show that this is a threat to the world because nothing will be recognizable yeah. as it should be. It's harder. He for you didn't to take focus over on, the world yet, so why right. are we showing? Well, like it's he harder took for you to focus world. on the action when the setting is bleeding into everything. Yeah. Like I. I want to see them fight. That's one of the things, that's a problem I had with Wonder Woman, was the continual use of the slow motion. Mm. Was that, you know, you slow down every kick and every... That that to me took away from the action the same way that all of the background stuff going on in this movie took away from the action. Mm -hmm. I just, I want to see some fighting. I don't want to, because my eyes can't focus on your fight and... All the colors here and all the stuff here. Speaking and all the... of getting old, I yeah. have that problem a lot when I'm seeing movies like this where there is now old. officially too much going on mm-hmm. on the screen for me. Well, that's what I was going to I was going to take our whole family to go see Justice it. League. And I told Sharon, I said, you and your mom are probably not going to like this. The kids will probably be okay with it because they liked Lego Batman where you know everything's all over the place. Yeah. But I still there's just it. too much... I, there's almost too much for me, and if there's right. too much for me, some of the, then I know there's some other people in I my mean, family just, that I'm not going to go take. Just because there's nothing there doesn't mean you have to put something there. Right. right. It's okay to not have something in every part of, of the screen. Right. Which is why I still go back to one of my favorite like team battle scenes from a movie is Civil War. You're at an airport. That like is, the airport that is, does that not. The epitome awesome. of super. The airport battle. setting yes. does not. I mean, it, there are times where it aids the story because you're throwing a plane at well, somebody, thought, but yeah. it's not like you're not focusing on like, oh look, it's a 747. Because every, everyone's seen an airport before, right? Right. right, right. Yeah, and normal blue sky, you said, mm-hmm. but it also you have props to use if you want to. Right. Right. It's, so I mean, great. I don't know. Once we got to that that scene, and and it started, and it had that dome thing. I'm like, okay, well, that, mm-hmm. where it at least it's contained. Then all of a sudden the the dome started crumbling and it's purple skies and mm-hmm. giant weird plant it, things chasing. Yes, it was like the planty flower thing. And and so yeah. I just said, like, why, 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 why did we have well, to go down and, this idea path? Yeah. And again, because you remember Man of Steel, the same thing. Like, they're terraforming Earth again and so he goes, like, when he went to the ocean on the other side mm-hmm. of the world to destroy the one thing and same thing. Like, all of a sudden the sky had turned super dark and everything. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like they, they can't have it be a normal looking thing, but, but it was. Even, a, but in the yeah, fight between that, he fine. and uh, General Zod, that was a a, a normal looking right. cityscape because they had already destroyed the thing. Yeah, right. Um, but still, I was agree, it was still was really dark. You're right, but it was. A yeah, but I think city. the crazy colors of this one yeah, for correct. what were distracting from the action part of it. It was it was that the too much CGI at the end and I, the weird like how it was all happy flowers that started coming up. I'm like, yeah, I, what are we? Uh, I, I mean, it almost was like, it almost felt to me like in Batman versus Superman when they start the battle with Doomsday and you hear the guy, the the reporter on the TV, he goes, uh, well, thankfully it's nighttime and most of this part of the city has, uh, everybody's yeah, gone right. to work. And I'm like, oh, so we're taking the Man of Steel, you know, letting people die and destroying a city and we're going to just check that box and say, well, nobody's in the buildings, don't worry. Yeah. And then I was almost thinking that like, you know, everybody's like, oh, the movies are too grim. The DC movies are too grim. And then some Warner Brothers executive was like, let's make happy flowers grow. Uh, happy little flowers, happy little trees. Let's make that grow right. at the Bob end of the Ross movie. Bob somehow was channeled through some of their executives. Yeah. Like, well, it's because it was because of, of the Deadpool trailer in front yeah. of Justice that League. Was, I mean, I've already <laughs> seen it, but it's still good. It's so awesome. <laughs> Just whack that brush. 
Whack it off. Um. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's because after the thing, it was becoming New Genesis instead of Apocalypse. Right. And that's obviously what was going on. Right. But <laughs> you'd have to be, you have to know the comic book. I did love they did. That they, stuff they, they were. They didn't. They like they stayed away from most of the New God reference, but there were mm-hmm. a couple. They, they he mentions he says well, he new calls God the Justice point. League like the New God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was another one too. I forget what it was now. Um, Told I told you afterwards. Yeah. And it was, but most it was, people it are not going to get that. That's why I loved it, because yeah. I got it. <laughs> most people are not going to get that. It's most nice people to be in like, on the joke once in a while. Yeah. 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 But I think, I think for me it's the same thing. I think just too much CGI. I think that's, whereas I'm always going to be a, a big DC fan, I think that's where Marvel gets a lot of it right, is that in most of the movies of theirs that have done well, they have not relied on ridiculous amounts of CGI. I also is, think they is done. that because Marvel bases their whole storytelling in reality? More it helps. Where, yes. Whereas because like we said earlier, DC leans heavily on the on the on the fantasy mm-hmm. and the mythology and But even it's, it's even just how it's used because there was something about the color palette because I was to just me, gonna say I think some of it is because Guardians of the Galaxy and, yeah. and DP color choices because Guardians of the Galaxy is still a lot of CGI, All CGI. <laughs> yeah that has to but be. about something about the color palette complements everything and and what needs to stay in the background stays in the background mm-hmm. yeah. but in this it was like you know somebody gave a three year old a can of paints and just said mm, do something yeah it was sort of. Just and there was—it almost seemed like there was no thought to complementary colors and. Yeah, I think you know. Marvel does a much better job of that. I was just thinking about it as you were talking. I'm picturing that airport scene, and and I'm you know you've got, Iron Man has his color palette, and and, and Captain America, and the colors don't blend together. But the way this movie was shot, that last battle scene, because it's so dark, everything's happening. And no one pops out of the background. Yeah, Flash is the only one. Right. Who really does? It's I, d- all I did appreciate thing. how Superman's blue and red and gold did look more blue and red it and gold wasn't as yeah. opposed to the darker. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. quite as dark. Although I did miss, because I remember in either one of the previews or something Henry Cavill said, at one point they were talking about he was going to wear the black Superman suit with the silver. Yeah, they even, they even, Superman they even, they even, from they even the released Death of a Superman toy thing. for it, yeah. too. Yeah. And, like, oh, that would have been cool to see. But I don't know, nar- narratively, it doesn't make any sense. No. Like, unless there's an entire part of the movie that they cut at some point. Narratively, it makes no sense for them to come up in the black Well, let's be fair. <laughs> Narrative ne- has never been an important issue for DC well, movies. But in this, like you saw about what they fixed of this one, I don't think there are really narrative issues with this show, with this one. Not not like with, obviously, Suicide Squad's a complete mess. We all know why. I mean, there's literally, it's literally two different movies thrown together. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> um, Much Batman, like Thor Ragnarok, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's no, a different that was, two, that was two different that was two different tones of movies thrown together Suicide Squad is literally these guys didn't edit these guys didn't edit mm-hmm. we took the two edits edited them together <laughs> and made a movie I can't really think in this movie of any like narrative like whole that doesn't make any sense I mean the only thing that has to be the the convenience that there's a one of the cubes is in uh with the Amazon and ones with the Lanteans. Like, but I feel like they did a but halfway they, decent they job did. of explaining that. With the Lord of the Rings intro. Mm-hmm. To the point where I was <laughs> I was sufficiently okay yeah, with that. Yeah, that's the closest one. I think it it's worked fine. for me, plus it gives, you know, the whole, you know, it's like every story three is the magical. Well, yeah, it's anything. always three. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was the water, it was the land, and... I don't think you're getting too much into it. I think it was more <laughs> the different races. Yeah, fair ones, enough. But, but I think that, that they explained okay. I oh, yeah. That, 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 that was me. the closest to a narrative like, oh, 
Like, okay. I really enjoyed the scene where the Green Lantern got killed and his ring started to fly off, and Gollum jumped up and grabbed <laughs> it. Chris, like, that would have been. It, it might be in the background. Who knows? That's true. <laughs> that, that had a lot going on too. Speaking of dark battle scenes, but see, I like that one. I, oh, I because it because it was there and it was gone. Yeah, the one at the end kind of well, kept and going. On that and one, like, none of the characters or people you're supposed to know, right. so they're supposed, supposed to, to blend in. It. it was kind of like you saw that they, you know, they showed obviously a bunch of Amazons and the, the right. taller gods and normal men. Wasn't and, Hercules on there right yeah. quick? Yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. like Hercules. Yeah, the, I, thought, the, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Hercules. Yeah, um, yeah and that that like, that was cool. Like, that battle, I was perfectly fine with. Um, the other one, I don't have as big of a problem as you guys do with it, but that's because I do. I mean, I don't, I don't have so. a problem with the. And battle, I have a problem with the look. The visuals. Yeah, and see, of, I, I don't battle. remember having a problem. Like, you guys are talking about that, I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember having a problem with seeing anything, but it's young eyes, you know. It's... You're not that much younger than me. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think I saw everything that needed well, to be seen. I, think I just didn't I'm going to see it again, and now I'm like, oh, God, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things you can't unsee yeah. now. Yeah. I don't necessarily I know that I didn't see something. I was just wondering why I was being forced to it's see more than I had to. Yeah. Inundated, yeah. All right, so, and is there anything else we want to say about Justice League? My, my last question for us is, what DCEU movie are you going to be looking forward to most coming up, or is there a character that they haven't announced a movie for yet that you would like to see? But before we do that, is there anything else we want to say about Justice League? Would you recommend someone go see it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was, was fun. Easy. That was easy. It left me wanting more, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was fun. It was, it was, yeah, it's a, it, it's another step in the right direction. It didn't it didn't leave a bad taste or anything. Like, oh, no, like, I didn't. Re- yeah, you know, I didn't. Like I said, there's nothing about that movie. That I'm like, oh, that was just bad. Mm-hmm. Nothing offensive other than the bloodline. I mean, I I think because of the other DC movies, it's you know, anytime there's a new DC movie out, it's open season. It, yeah. I mean, I read so I read one review and that's all. Like the, the clearly the person that wrote the review already knew what they weren't going to like about it yeah. in terms of tropes. Yep. They just needed these specific details from this movie the, to plug in. They already had it written and they just kind of, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> and like, it very much read like, like you would look at a blank Mad Libs page. Yeah. Like, here's the missing thing. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like when, I don't like, I don't like this part. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say... I wrote say, my review and then I went and saw the movie the, and filled the, in the details. You know, right. Yeah. right. Like, they took huge issue with the fact that one of the mother boxes ended up on, on a car left out in the open. This was a huge okay. sticking point for this reviewer. I'm like, why is like clearly you were just up you you were going to pan something that had to do yeah. with with some sort of trope in superhero movies. And I know there's either talking about and I was like, hey, is anyone gonna grab that? But it didn't like yeah, hurt I, the movie. Yeah, I, 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 they're a little busy. I think a lot of people are so used to movies wrapping things up that a lot of people would have hoped for the scene where they redistributed the mother boxes. Mm-hmm. I don't think you needed it, well, but I think that's what a lot of people might have wanted. What talking where about put is it? when after they brought Superman back, mm-hmm. he gets knocked into a car, and then Steppenwolf just picks it up. And oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, I thought you meant because no one, right. no, because everyone forgot about it. Which, yeah, I thought the same thing. They're a little busy, but it didn't ruin the movie for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I'm gonna have to see if I can find this review and, and like, share it with you guys. That happens in almost every it was, movie. It TV was show. such. Well, and that's the thing. Like, you know, you, you expect that sort of thing to happen. So this reviewer expected that sort of thing to happen, not knowing what the actual MacGuffin was going to be. Yeah. And then once they saw the movie and had, you know, had the detail they needed, they just dropped Mother Box into that open space in their in their paragraph um, so they can continue to bash and destroy and tear down the DC movie. 
Let's give all credit the, where credit is due. All the reviews going into it were like like really critical, and I, I don't get it. Like the one one out of five. Like no, this is a solid three out of five. So mm-hmm. I I know we're kind of running short on our time. I'm actually going to replace my question about what are you looking forward to with a different question because I we totally forgot to get all the, to all this, and I have something I want to say about it. Danny Elfman. Totally forgot to talk about the music. Great. Yeah. So the music is awesome. I will say my one criticism of the music is I know that he was going back and doing, you were doing the Batman 89 used, theme, you were doing the, the John Williams theme, Superman yeah. theme. The one thing I missed is I really like the Hans Zimmer Man of Steel music. Mm-hmm. I really, really like it. And so not... I don't feel like I really heard any of that. And I listened to the soundtrack a few times before going to see the movie, and I kept thinking, all right, I, I know that I know that one thing, to use your phrase, one thing people are bumping on is they are they want that old Superman back. They want that old feeling about Superman. They want that old feeling about Batman. So let's go back. I mean, for Danny Elfman, he's reusing his own theme. So right. let's go back and let's put that in there. Let's put the John Williams because that's what... Well, I know. <laughs> So Where's Pat? <laughs> we put the so we we put the Batman theme in there. We put the a little bit of the John Williams Superman in there. But I'm looking at it going, okay, but these characters, especially Superman, have been established with this Man of Steel Hans Zimmer yeah. theme, mm-hmm. and now I miss it. Like this is I know Superman has died and come back and maybe he's a different Superman now, mm-hmm. but not really. And I I just I miss that theme. So that for me, that was the only thing music wise that I didn't necessarily care for him. Otherwise, yeah. I thought it was fine. I loved the return of the 89 Batman. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, but that's a great thing. And, and then it wasn't and overused. You just, you just go, all right. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> feel like it was overused. Stuff. No, not at all. It was very, in most cases, it was very subtle mm-hmm. that after a while, you're like, oh, wait, I just heard yeah, that thing. Yeah. I almost think the music was almost too subtle. Like, And this has been the case with a lot of Superman movies, which is like, I don't think a lot of them necessarily have a theme that sticks out. That I'm like, after the movie, like, oh, I remember, I want to go get that soundtrack, mm-hmm. or I want to hear that song again. The Wonder Woman theme from Batman vs. Superman is the one exception. Mm-hmm. Like, that was cool. I mean, mm-hmm. it sticks out, and you can still recall it right now. Um, and yeah, I heard, I heard the little bits of the other ones, but like, was there even like, is there a Justice League theme? And if it's there, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And yeah, Marvel, has, the Justice League. Marvel has the same for justice. Marvel has the same problem. Like mm-hmm. there, there is an Avengers theme, and it's kind of recognizable. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the Marvel movies, like there isn't really a, the music is just kind of there to fill it. That's not necessarily bad, but yeah, mm-hmm. I miss the days of yeah. the Batman theme, the Superman theme. You know, it's like right. those were super iconic. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, was Superman Returns? That was the Brandon Roth mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. I didn't hate I the movie. Like I liked that it they made it technically actually a continuation of the Christopher Reeves one. Kind of. <laughs> um, I was but, okay with that except for Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah he was, was just was, he was just stealing Gene Hackman's lines. Yeah. Like, exactly. and, yeah. and stealing Gene Hackman's storyline of yeah. I'm going to try Doing to create again. a new yeah. plot of land. Australia. But I remember <laughs> sitting I remember sitting down watching that movie and they brought back the seventies Superman theme and it was great. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> And then they reused it, and then and yeah, the newer Superman movies just don't. And even with the guy like Danny Elfman, who's an iconic guy, as far as I can, I mean, I haven't. If I've seen it once, I haven't listened to music, but there wasn't anything in those two hours that stuck out as oh, there's there's our Justice League theme. That's the new the new theme. It was all, it was all you said going back and using the old ones. Which but I wonder if some thing. of that is because that's the whole thing is they brought Elfman in late because he came in after Joss Whedon took over. Yes, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is interesting. Very. Yeah, because Zack Snyder has his guy. His DJ, what's it's what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
junky XL. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So very fast. Last question. Top three DCEU movies. Top three. Yeah. We're talking like that are out. Out The ones that are out. Out of the four that are out. (laughs) It's like five or six. (laughs) But you don't count. So Suicide Squad. So, so Justice League is the fifth movie that's out. Yes. So it would have to be... I thought it was sixth. So it would have to be Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Man Justice of Steel. League. Wonder Woman. Bivis Dodge. Bivis Dodge. Suicide Squad. Justice, Justice League. League. So I guess it is only five. Yeah. I thought there was a sixth one. So okay. Wonder Woman would be top of the list. Yes. Justice League after that. Probably Man of Steel after that. Okay. Yeah, For me. I mean, I can't disagree with that. I mean, I... Yeah. I still admittedly have not seen Suicide Squad. It's okay. okay. It's, the, it's the worst of them. Well, I want, no, I, I want to for a, there's a few some reasons. There's some good scenes in it. I'd rather yeah. you watch The Room. There's some entertaining, <laughs> like, oh, that's funny, that's cute. Uh, but the whole yeah, movie, Right, that's worse. why I want to see it. It's such a mess. Oh, I know. Mm. But that's okay. I've watched a lot of messes in my life. It's a great movie to but watch. But enough about your sibling relationship, huh? <laughs> it's a great movie to watch when the wife's out of town and there's nothing else on. I want to see Donna watch Suicide Squad. No. Actually, I'm I'm gonna be the uh, I'm gonna be the backwards guy here, and I'm gonna say Man of Man Steel. Steel. Of course, number one, Man You're of wrong. Steel. That's okay. And no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> yes. And I I'm not quite sure in terms of fun. I would put Justice League before Wonder Woman. Yes. In terms oh, of sure. quality of movie, well, but so I now, would put Wonder Woman as second. So now you make all of us look stupid because yeah. you want you change the criteria yeah. for in the list. In terms of fun. Well, my show. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> he sort of can do whatever he wants. You can, you can do. This is the guy who, when we make him pick three, picks five. I, I do. Mean, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Oh, that was me. You too, I that know, was but I was... On yeah. that movie music yeah, list, I'm the one that well, kept yeah, Rose. Yeah. You had the... You should see this. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to fun, this is Justice is probably the most fun. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. They had a lot of fun. They had fun with this one, and they brought the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman is a Definitely Wonder Woman better, better movie. movie. But, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. But I, for me, I still... I just... I really like... I will be a Man of Steel apologist. I like. I, that it's is like, my favorite. And if I go back and watch it, I'll probably like it more than I remember it. Now it's definitely better than Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. Well, so I like the callback to the whales. Mm-hmm. At, towards the end, when when Aquaman's going back in the water, oh, you see yeah. the the two yeah. whales, which were the whales from Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So if you look at the credits, they're the same whales. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Did I appreciated that. Did yeah. you hear Jason Momoa said that he's actually already met Superman? Like, his Aquaman's already met Superman. He was the one who rescued him when he fell into the oil. Yeah, well, that, that was, yeah, yeah, that, that was yeah. him. He sent the whales to... Yeah, he's already saved him, so that's good. Um, my biggest problem with... Cyborg's line of... And why, yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have that urban element in there. Um, that was, I don't know. Everyone's I opinions on this podcast are their own. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, you can reach each person individually like, at like uh, we talked about, We talked about origin movies. Like, they didn't need to retell Superman's origin with Man of Steel. And that's what made Man of Steel not as good as it could have been. Like, you didn't need to do it again. It's the most, second most well-known origin story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Behind Batman. You did not oh, need to tell I, it again. And, and honestly, I would put those two against better. each other. Yeah, it's tough. It's one as far one as a. origin stories, it's one in one A. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's an interesting question. In the, in the world, that's that's which origin world story is known more of those two? Because I'd say they're both pretty high Worldwide, there. probably Superman. Spider-Man. Batman. <laughs> Good point. Spider-Man's though. number three. I mean, Fair point. <laughs> one B. Yeah. Three of them, I mean... No, see, Spider-Man's definitely below the other two. Yeah. But see, I go back to Man of Steel, and I like what they did differently. Because I remember watching that movie and thinking, wow, they are... Oh, thank God they didn't they're tell taking, it. Well, but they're yes, taking... they did change the, it. They're taking the, the youth of Clark Kent 
and they're kind of making him, they're almost making him like a, a special needs child. Yeah. Like, he has to deal with these powers. And, no, I'm God, serious. Yeah, like, he like, has to deal with these powers, and he, like, the other kids are looking at him weird. Yeah. And he has these, you know, different, like, when he looks at his teacher, he can see through her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, what this kid is going through, you almost are, like, put him in the shoes of a kid who is not the same as everyone else for some reason or another. And I, I really that, liked how they that did was, that. That was yeah. I, the, Krypton did not need to be in the movie. <laughs> no, but I like what they did with it. Like, if they I thought didn't it was put a different Krypton take in the movie, of... you wouldn't have had the penis shuttles that took <laughs> Zod and his crew. No? Yeah, he's right. You're right. You're right. Sold. Yeah, I mean, you can't not see that anytime you watch the movie. You also can't unsee it once you've seen it. Yeah, it's like it, it's going to be there every time you watch. We can all agree that Suicide Squad is the worst of the DC movies. Though, Which right? one? Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, wow, worse than Batman versus Superman? Oh, yeah. oh not, like it's Definitely. like a different level of that. Wow, I'm going to. Like, maybe... any movie they make between now would be better than Suicide Squad. When I went to the library Even and Suicide checked Squad out. Suicide Squad 2? Probably. When I went to the library and checked out Suicide Squad, I turned it around to look on the back cover, and the back cover actually looked at me and said, Do you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> and then I tried to watch the movie, and I made it all the way through, but I, I think I bled. From your eyes? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, there too. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> and it won an Oscar. It, it did. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Jeff? Oh, <laughs> oh man, we got all the way through the podcast, and now I got to edit that one. <laughs> Sorry, uh, everyone. That's yeah, impressive. Right. I didn't swear the whole time. You sure? Uh, you I'm might have. Bad. Been. So that's gonna do it for Justice League. So if you completely agree or disagree with us, please let us know. We'd like to hear from you. Um, How would they do that, John? They can do that by all of these are gonna be three zero podcasts. So our email. Is 30 podcast at gmail.com. It's uh, at 30 podcast on Twitter. We're facebook.com slash 30 podcast. We are on Stitcher, Satchel, Google Play Podcasts, iTunes, and you can listen directly from the website as well. Uh, we do also have a voicemail line, and I could give you Pat's cell phone number because that would be funny uh, for everybody to call in just directly to his phone, but let's not do that. Uh, it's 872-356-6843 if you want to call the voicemail line uh, and let us know what you're thinking. So coming up uh, in the month of December, our next few uh, episodes here are going to be Fatal Attraction, Ernest Goes to Camp, Throw Mama from the Train, and then we're going to try to get in an episode on The Disaster Artist and Star Wars The Last Jedi. So Casablanca. And Casablanca. And Casablanca. So we can do, do, do that too. We can do Casablanca next year. As long as we get to it some point, I think it's... I mean, I'm going to do it sometime in the next, next couple weeks. Well, Casablanca uh, hit its 75th, 75th anniversary. Yeah. And I just finished watching it today. Oh, it's so great. It's on my DVR. It is ready to go. I just got to so tuck in and do it. It might... It, it's been in years. In my opinion, this is going to piss Will off, I'm sure. <laughs> the best movie. Ever? Yes. Well, okay. It's yes. been years since I've seen it, so I'm not going to comment, but... I remember liking it. But it's so great. I mean, years and years. Like, I don't think I've seen it. I know I haven't watched it since I met my wife, and that's like 13 years now. Just went and saw the theater. Did you? Oh, you did. Tony and his wife, and a whole bunch of really old people. Well, I would if if we knew exactly what we were doing, I would tell you that, but we don't plan that far ahead. Nah, what's (laughs) it's not fun. Well played. Here you go. It's a line for the movie. I know. Do you? Do you really? I don't think you do. That's fine. Okay. Throw him. <laughs> From the train. Oh, yeah.
Mm -hmm. See how I did that? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so if you just can't wait to hear us talk about Fatal Attraction, Ernest goes to camp and throw Mama from the train. Ernest come on back here. Great. It is. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I haven't seen. I'm having. Uh, I'm having John Ezra do the 30 second uh, summary for that one. Yes. He's yes. never seen Glad the movie. It's raining. He's never seen the movie, but I gave him like the Wikipedia page yeah. of the of the plot of the movie, and I'm like, condense this down into what I can read in 30 seconds. He's like, okay. So he's been working. Has on he seen like any Ernest movies? Now. No. Okay. Awesome. He's, the late Jim Varney. Uh, He's seen a little more. bit of uh, the one that we, the one that I watched a couple years ago, the Doctor Otto and the mm. Mystery of the Gloom Beam, or whatever that one was. <laughs> it's the first, yeah, the very yeah. first mm -hmm. Ernest movie. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Justice League this time. Uh, so we will see you all back here next time. And in the meantime, be excellent to each other and go watch some good movies. Bye.